Y'all got a dog. The dog can't be barking. <laughs> oh, he's big too. My mom makes fun of him, but it's just because he doesn't bark or anything. Oh, he's slow. No. <laughs> Hi, we're Mel and Missy, respectfully a clinical mental health therapist and fear fighter life coach. But it goes beyond that. We are representatives of you. Trash It is a brand that helps women focus on their next level of freedom by getting rid of the emotional garbage in their lives, whether it's toxic relationships, thought patterns, stigmas, etc. We represent mothers and single mothers, daughters, wives, and divorcees business professionals, entrepreneurs, and even Christians and ministers of the gospel. We're, We're trashing, trashing it all. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Trashed It. I'm your girl, Mel. I'm Missy. And we are back for yet another episode for season three. And for those that don't know, Missy, tell them what Trashed It is all about. For those that are just joining us for the first time. Wow. Trash It is all about breaking down the walls, the barriers, the stigmas that come associated with what women cannot do. And I like to say we take the can and we flip it to the can. Come, come. Hashtag come trash through. it. Oh yes. Come through. Come through. <laughs> Thank <So>. you. <laughs> so we are um, going to introduce our guest for today. And it's a very special guest. Um, she's very, very near and dear to my heart. This is my daughter, Nia. And so Nia, um, <laughs> come on and introduce, introduce yourself to the people. Tell the people about you. Hey, everybody. Um, my name is Nia. I'm Melanie's daughter. Um, I'm 20 years old. I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, I live far away from my mama. I work, I'm not in college right now. Um, that's another story for another day. Um, that's really me right now. I'm engaged. Um, so that's, that's fine. Mm -hmm. And my dog is in the background, but that's me. That's, that's my little wrap up. Okay. I love All it. Right. So we are absolutely glad to have you on the show with us today. Um, Got to go. So I, I want us to go ahead and get started with what we're trashing today. And I really want you, Nia, to share with us, because really this was your topic. Right. This is one of those times when the topic was brought to us. And, uh -huh. um, and so I want you to introduce what we're talking about today. Okay. First off, technically, I introduce a lot of the topics. <laughs> Patty. <laughs> I am the inspiration. Oh, God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so, yeah, this, this topic is very near and dear to my heart because I am 20. And today we're going to be talking about what to do in your 20s. What did y'all do? What do you do differently now? I'm trying to figure my way through this time it's really hard um I basically just text my mom and I said you know girl um being 20 is ghetto you should probably do a podcast episode about it 
And she she was like, what? Hold on, rewind. What are you talking about? What's um, and I was, I just was telling her, you know, we should probably call. We should probably call. This is not a text conversation. And it was, I was just, I don't know how to explain it in words, what I was feeling. I felt like, what am I doing? Basically, I'm working at a paint store and, you know, I love to paint and my mom is a habitual like uplifter. So it's hard, it's hard to figure out what I'm good at because my mom is always, and I talked to her about that in the call too. I was like, girl, you're always telling me I'm a good talker so I could be a news anchor. And that's not what that means. That is not what that means. <laughs> so it, it's just hard. It's hard because my mom just always told me to find something you like and go with it. And I think people tell you that all the time, just find something you like, find your passion. And I think nobody really talks about the process to find your passion or to find what you like, or that one thing, like it's hard. It's hard to find one thing and just say, I'm gonna go with this for the rest of my life. Cause sometimes it's, I know at least for me in my twenties, that's what it feels like. It feels like everybody wants you to make a decision or you just feel like this pressure, even if nobody's really giving you pressure, you feel this pressure to figure out what, like, what the heck am I doing with my life? And what am I going to do? And is it going to make me happy? And now I'm not at my mama's house. So I have to put my own money into my passions and what I want to do. So that's scary in itself. Cause what am I willing to go into debt for, you know? So I was just talking to her because I, I just, I was at a loss. I was, I didn't know what to do. Um, now I will be honest. My mom was not the end all be all that helped me because my <laughs> mom, my mother is a hard worker. She's worked hard since forever. She's always been doing something. So sometimes when I need a little softer touch, <laughs> I call my daddy. Um, and you know, he told me that being 20 is hard. And it might not feel better or look better until you're in your thirties or forties. And he said, you know, sometimes even now he's still figuring out life and it's just hard and you just have to be patient. You know, my mom laughed at me. Um, and it was just like, girl, she was like, well, this is what you signed up for. You're 20. You want to, you want to live in an apartment. you got to pay these bills. You want to be um, out here living your best life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being a and I do. Adult. And that's the price. And that's the price that comes with it. But it's, it's, it's just really hard trying to figure yourself out. And I'm engaged, so, and I'm 20. So trying to figure myself out with my partner. And it's just, it's a lot sometimes. And it's just hard. So yeah, I needed, I needed an episode. So she needed an entire episode. So here, here's the thing. And Missy, I think um, as moms, here is where we sit with this, right? Mm-hmm. So she brings this conversation to me and she's asking me, you know, oh, can y'all, can y- y'all need to do an episode about being 20 because 20 is ghetto. Uh-huh. And you know really what I was thinking to myself, little girl, when we was trying to tell you about being 20 and when we were trying <laughs> to give you the advice and the wisdom. Exactly. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Your mamas don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, whatsoever. 
Because did, did, did you get this? Like when your kids were growing up, did they want your advice? You know, it depends on which one. Mm -hmm. I would say that. I would give the advice. Now, would they take heed? It depends. I think it depends on if their back was up against the wall. But everything else, you know, I think 85% of the time they knew everything and didn't know anything. Uh, that part, right? There. So, part. yeah, don't know nothing. Name better nothing, as my grandma used to say. And, you know, just wanting to maneuver around and find out life and pick up the pieces as they go. And you said something, Nia, that was um, very profound for me when you talk about the process of, um, like, it's, it just seems like it's pressure. And yeah. male, and I hope I'm not even getting ahead of our own agenda with the show, but it made me wonder with your generation, um, do you think it's the pressure from social media or just pressure from life? That's good. You're asking me? Mm-hmm. Because you're speaking for all the 20 years old, 20 oh, year old. I know, that's, that's loud. Talk loud for the one. The pressure is on your shoulder. <laughs> I think it's both. Mm -hmm. And I think, I honestly think, it's yourself. Interestingly enough, my fiance went through a really weird time when she graduated college. Mm -hmm. um, and it was interesting to see her go through that because all the time I would be telling her, you know, babe, you just have to relax. Like, what, why do you feel like you need to have a career and you've been out of, you've been graduated for two weeks, you know? Like, what is this, all this pressure? And she said something to me and it just all made sense. And it was just, I don't, I, I, I feel this pressure for everyone. Like it's, it's, it's a pressure I've put on myself, but it's for all the people around me. Mm -hmm. You know, she, she's trying, she's the oldest, just like me. She's the oldest daughter and she's trying to be an example for her siblings. And, and like I was saying, her dad who didn't graduate, um, and who didn't like he didn't go to college just trying to make him proud and make everyone proud around her and i think that's something that i really related to because it, it just made sense i'm not trying to i'm trying to do it for myself but it's also hard it's really hard to find what you like and and find what's good for you when you're also looking at everyone around you and they're feeding into you and you see mm -hmm. social media where there are 20 year olds on yachts in Greece. And I'm just, it, it just, it's like, dang, what are they doing? So then I definitely spiral more than I want to mm -hmm. because then it's like, what are they doing? What can I do? I would do anything for the money. I would like, it's just all about the quick cash and like, and it's all about the hustles because nowadays you can't just have a nine to five. You can't just work a normal job and that's it. You have to be working one job and then have three side hustles. And I think that's why I say it's social media and it's ourselves and it's also family. It's a little bit of everything mm -hmm. that makes it that makes it the 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 twenties, like the the twenties, because it's it's from everywhere. And you just feel like you're not doing enough and you don't know what you should be doing. And you ain't never been here before. And there ain't no book to read. And all oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, 
Go ahead. But you're the blueprint. Yes, you're it's hard. Template. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And guess what you can do with the template? You can always go back to the drawing board. Yes. And redo. Right. Yes. Rewrite. It's been calming me lately. Mm-hmm. So just the fact to go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Just the fact to know that, like what uh, Missy was saying, Miss Missy, um, just knowing that life is long, or we hope we hope so, and hopefully I can have three, four, five careers if I wanted to. I could go to college for anything, and I think that's what's been definitely zenning me out lately. It's just knowing if I become a teacher, I could still be a teacher and a cook, and a nurse if I wanted to be and I could go back to school and become something else and it's just that's it's giving me peace mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. for now so like so that. um Nia now mm-hmm. I think I think we all have these moments right where hindsight is usually 2020 and you know mm-hmm. like you were saying it's like okay when as moms when as parents we're trying to give this advice and we're trying to give this wisdom. It ain't want it. These kids, right. they don't want it. But then no. there's something that happens when, when adulting starts to hit and then it's like a, ooh, ooh, I do want your advice. Or, ooh, I do realize that you might've been right about something. Because I had, I had that same experience with, with your Nana, right? Where I thought I knew. Oh it. no! Don't put my nana into this. But <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like where I thought I knew everything, um, and then it wasn't until I was probably mid twenties that I I I went back and I remember apologizing to her about something, and um, I think it was one of those one of those statements about like I would never raise my kids like this. It was. Some nonsense. Oh, girl, that's thing. You know, it it was one of those. And I had to apologize. But then I found myself like really wanting to be her friend and like really wanting her advice and wanting my dad's advice, wanting your papa's advice. Um, so what do you what do you think it is that changes? Like, cause you're you're at that that, you know, you're 20 now. And now it's now it's hey, can you give me some advice? Whereas mm-hmm. before it's like, girl, no, let me learn these lessons on my own. So what do you what do you think? What do you think happens? Well, first, what I will say is I'm still not perfect. And there are still times where I feel like my mama does not have a good grain of sense on God's green earth. And I feel like I'm the only person in the plant on planet earth making sense. Wow. Like I will go to work. I will go to work and be like, I've literally told my coworker before and he just started cracking up. And he's like, oh really? Because I said to him, I said, I said, you know what? Everybody is tripping except me. I was like, everybody in my life is tripping except me. Wow. And so I will start with saying that. Uh, threw me I, under the bus a little bit. Okay, I guess I'm you. not. I have. But you don't realize that you were tripping over the fact that nobody was tripping, but you. That everybody yes. else was tripping, but yes. You. So sometimes, it's just, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just don't make sense. And even 
like looking back on what I said a week ago, sometimes it's like, girl, you were just in this headspace and you weren't being understanding. But um, I think being removed from the situation is what helped me. Mm -hmm. I moved out of my parents' house when I had just, I mean, I had been 18 for maybe a month. Um, And I moved out and then I went to college and they moved and I stayed with my boo. And and now we're here and, you know, I'm thankful that it worked out, but it it was scary. And Mm -hmm. I think it was also needed. And, And me and you have talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Whereas we had a rough relationship and even now it's still sometimes we just me and my mama are a lot alike um so sometimes it's hard when you are saying the same thing but just communicate differently mm-hmm. um so I think it's easy when you're not in each other's face mm-hmm. for situations to be a little calmer because it's not like we're having an argument and we're still in the same home and we just keep going back and forth and we're just we just keep re-upsetting each other and we're like each other's trigger and if we keep pulling the trigger over and over again because we can't get away from each other Mm -hmm. it's hard it's hard to ever de-escalate situations or to ever really think about situations but I think being away is easy because once I hang up the phone I can really think to myself in my moments of reflection, okay, now let me break the situation down. Mm-hmm. What did what was my mom trying to say, and what was I trying to say, and mm-hmm. was she was she trying to be malicious? No, she's my mom. So okay, then what's the other option? Was she trying to help me? Yes. Okay. How was she trying to help me? And what was her way of communication with getting this point across and how did I respond and was my response counterproductive or was her response counterproductive and I think that that's really the biggest thing for me and I think that's also been the biggest thing for a lot of 20 something year olds I know Mm -hmm. is they can't really figure out their relationship with their parents and and I do find like I have had this one friend who she is 25 26 and we were talking and she had a moment where she was, you know, talking about her parents and her relationship with her parents and then just sat back for a second and started reflecting and was like, dang, my, my parents are really people. Like I haven't realized how hard life is until now I'm graduating college. And it's like, I have everything on me now. And she's like, I bet that was hard for them. So I think it's easy when you get older and life starts getting hard for you um, and you're not under anyone's umbrella anymore and there's no one protecting you and the only person you can rely on is yourself and you don't know nothing. I think that's when their wisdom starts to become more like gems because you know nothing. You know nothing and it's scary when you know nothing. And, you know, hearing you say that word wisdom, um, so the question I'm going to ask you, what value does wisdom mean to you when it comes from your parents, especially your mom? Because I think both parents, everybody comes across with the same question, but ask it different. 
So mm-hmm. I think, you know, as kids, you know, who will say yes to the candy before dinner and who's going to say no, right? <laughs> you know who to go to. Let oh, me have that scoop of ice cream before dinner. Dad will be like, oh, baby, go ahead. Mom's like, no, not until <laughs> after you eat and you're going to eat everything, right? So right. what does wisdom mean to you in this sense of you're now 20, life is lifing. Because um, see, like life for you is lifing at 20 where life for us is lifing at least for your mom still early for me I'm in the middle of the road now like whoa like this is really life 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 like whoa yeah. life is now spelled really with an I instead of with a Y and it's just woo <laughs> woo that's scary <laughs> that's the scary stuff right there um well that the value has definitely gone up on my mom's advice. And, but I will say I've always valued her advice. It just didn't always make sense. Opinion is always important to you. It's always going to matter. I think my mom's opinion of me has always been the ultimate opinion of me, which is also another reason why I think the whole being removed away from the situation helped us so much. Mm-hmm. because when you're 20 and you're trying to figure yourself out it's kind of hard sometimes when you're hearing so many other voices tell you who you are when you don't know who you are mm-hmm. um but I think it's more valued now like I just like I said earlier because life is real now when I was living with my parents it it even though I was going through like real life things, they were real life things on a smaller scale. And they were real life things I could deal with and give more attention to because it was the only thing I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm older, it's like, my mom might not feel well, but then I have to go to work early that next morning and then I have seizures. So I might be seizing that night and then I've got the debt collectors calling me and it's a lot happening at one time. And I think that's why it feels so hard a lot of the times and why the wisdom is more valuable now, because it's like, okay, I know that you taught me how to deal with these things separately, but now it's a culmination of everything. And I need to know how to deal with these things and not lose myself and not lose my mind. And you know, still be a productive person in society. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know how to hustle well and still and still be a happy person. So I got to ask the OG about it. <laughs> you know, I think you first start with breathing. Like it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to take one stepping stone at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, we always hear people say Rome wasn't built in a day. Like that is so cliche. But I think when you <laughs> sit back and you realize how big Rome is, like, wow, right. mm-hmm. it really wasn't built in a day. Right. Yeah. Like, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so you have a chance to start over again. Yeah. So, all right. You have a chance to put us in the hot seat. So that, okay. being, that being said, what are some of the top questions you and other 20-year-olds out there might want to ask? And we're going to, and we'll answer mm-hmm. these questions. Okay. My first, it's an acronym. It's going to sound cheesy like I planned it, but I promise it just popped up in my head. Um, 
<laughs> how do you hustle, stay happy, and stay healthy at the same time? Like, how do you, where, where did you find that balance? And I don't know if I'm asking the right person. I sh probably should be asking Missy, but. Hey, <laughs> real petty. I, like, how do you, when do you figure that out? Like, when do you, especially like y'all got kids. I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine. How do you, how do you have the job that makes the money that makes you happy mm -hmm. while also taking care of yourself while also <laughs> finding time to not be miserable because there's so much that has to be taken care of. Wow. You know what? I just found that out for me last year when I turned 50. <laughs> Lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, when I turned 50. Because I'm at a point in my life where I don't care about the outside. Like, it's all me now. Because mm -hmm. I have nobody to fend for. I have nobody to answer to but me. Like, I'm an empty nester. I'm a mother. I'm a grandma. And I had to find out who I am. And like, I like me, yeah. even in my quirkiness and my nerdiness, I like me. And so I can finally say that it took me, I would say from the time, what, maybe 25, 26, up until my fifties that I turned 50 last year, that I finally walked into the fullness of being a grown woman. Mm. and liking the fact of being a grown woman mm -hmm. and I, I switched careers and that played a big part like I am so happy which good for you yeah I didn't think I'd ever say that huh good for, I wish y'all could see me I'm smiling so hard good for you like, really I've been happy but like I'm really happy and I think it's just the 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 fact of finding contentment mm -hmm. i think me and your mama talked about that before mm -hmm. like you know i mean i'm single we talk about all the time like you have two girlfriends who are kind of like in the same line of even with ministry mm -hmm. but i tell your mom i'm like you know what we're we're so much alike but we're also different mm -hmm. right i'm older empty nester you know she still has kids at home she's married <laughs> I'm single. To be forever. You, you ain't know? never gonna be alone. <laughs> so just yeah, finally finding out who I am, and I'm content. And I found out who Melissa is last year at 50, and I love her. So I don't have to like her, but you know what? I have to love her. <laughs> so I, okay, so I would say for me, it it's probably a little bit different because I'm still I'm still finding balance, but. Mm -hmm. You know, we have this saying of, I'll sleep when I'm dead, right? Like, right. I'll, I'll rest when I'm dead. And I think for me, I've always been one that's like, okay, it's a hustle. It's about this bag. What's the next move? And, and you've, you've watched me, right? Like, you've watched me do that. Um, but I think age, age has helped me realize that is not cool to think oh you could just sleep when you did when you're dead mm -hmm. because if you're constantly working and constantly like constantly on the grind and never really taking care of yourself 
you will be dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bef- before, before. And so honestly, it's probably been um camera <laughs> back on for that one. But um no, seriously, it's it's probably been I would say it's probably been um traumatic situations that got me to the point of thinking like you know what okay I can't live like this like as hard as I want to hustle and as much as I want to grind I'm not going to make it like if I if I keep going this way I'm not going to make it and I realized (laughs) listen between the two of you (laughs) I'm I'm gonna need y'all to simmer down pipe down just a little bit I'm just listening so to sum it up it has been a lot of life it has been a lot of 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 learning situations where yeah life age time recognizing that it is this joint is a marathon and if you're running and moving a hundred miles per hour all the time you, you are never going to be able to sustain that for a marathon. Like, and, and, and realizing that there is no quick way to the top. Like no matter what, no matter what social media is showing you, um, there's, there's no quick way to the top. And I think I finally figured that out. So it's like, okay, I can hustle hard today, but then there comes a point when I got to turn this off and I need to be mom or I need to be wifey, or I need to be the girlfriend. I need to just do my own thing. So, you know, it's like, it, it comes with, it comes with time and it comes with really understanding that like you're, your you are your own competition. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you step away from comparing yourself to everyone else, then it's easier to, to really start making strides that make sense to you and not, mm-hmm. and not the noise, like not the noise of social media, not the noise of family, um, not the noise of, of your friends, but just like what feels right, what feels good to you and, and like really listening to your body because it will tell you when you need to sit down somewhere. Yeah. You know, there's a song that I listen to that's on my playlist on repeat, and it probably didn't hit me until probably the beginning of this week. It's Before I Die by Kirk Franklin. Mm. And I love the song. I love the beat. I love the words, but I truly took the time, just like the beginning of the week, just to truly listen to the words. And he's like, before I die, I got to live. Like, Mm -hmm. what? Mm-hmm. And we take that for granted. I think we just think that living is the mundane of everyday routine, nine to five, wash clothes, you know, cook breakfast, get the kids up, take care of the house, take care of the husband, take care of this, take care of that. But in that time of going around that hamster wheel, you're going and going and going and going and going. It's like, and you're not- life, like what is life beyond working? What is life mm-hmm. beyond? What is life beyond the bag? And like most of us, we don't we don't figure that part out. We just mm-hmm. we see we see the careers, we see the money, we see the yachts, and we're looking at, at what everyone else is doing, and we're chasing this. We're chasing an imaginary 
goal is not even ours. Yeah. Like, you know, we're just, we just out here chasing some, something mm-hmm. and we don't have any clue of what the something is. We chasing imaginary goals and scared of our own shadow. Mm-hmm. That part. That part. Mm-hmm. And I can say that because that was me. Mm-hmm. Because we fail to realize that your shadow is, your shadow is bigger than who you are. And there's so many things that encompasses you. And you're like, oh my God, my shadow, I'm scared of it. Why? Mm-hmm. You trying to get this, you trying to, but you got to keep going forward and keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the thing that your generation, I think I will say this, I commend your generation um, for having that mentality of I'm going to do it to whatever cost. Mm-hmm. But at what cost? exactly and it's exhausting and i've i've said that to my friends sometimes like at, at what cost like you are now on the pole shaking your old jiggle thing for these old men just to be able to look good and take some pictures in cancun and it's like i think it's hard because I also feel everybody's trying to get the bag so bad and so fast because we're just like, okay, if I just work, I work, 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 work my butt off right now, I, I can retire. I don't have to work as long as my mama and daddy, or I don't have to break my back for the white man at a nine to five. I don't, I don't have to do that. And I think that's definitely where some of my drive comes from. Cause I've told my mom before, if I'm being honest, my biggest dreams in life are to do nothing. I want to live in the middle of nowhere with my little children running around barefoot. And I want to like have flowers and sell them and sell the things from my garden. But ultimately my biggest goal in life is to not be working and to just be happy. But I know I have to work hard to get there. Like I have to, my partner has to have her career first. We have to build something first before we even bring children in, before we move into nowhere, before we have that quiet life. And I think everybody's just trying so hard and so desperately to get there faster than their parents did. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be 70 before I find happiness and, and quiet. And I don't want to be in noise my entire life so therefore I will do anything and everything possible to make it happen faster and I think that might be the the bad mindset also or not the bad mindset but the negative side of like you said Missy being 20 and then being 20 in 2022 because you want the bag but you're trying to be different from your parents and you're trying to break generational curses Mm -hmm. And you're also trying to keep up with the Instagram baddies who it make you feel like I can be doing this so much faster. If they are millionaires and billionaires scamming people at 30, what am I doing wrong? And I'm working at a paint store, working my butt off day in and day out at 20. And I'm not even living half as many of the experiences that they're living. But you said the key word you're living. Big difference. I'd rather live than have a life true and maybe you'll catch it i'm not saying you don't understand it but i think you know there's just some things that people say that you get at 30 40 and 50 like ah that's what they mean right Hmm. yeah yeah all right so what's your next question you have any others 
Yes. At what age did you address your trauma? Oh, that's ongoing. Like, at what age did you figure out, hmm, it's something wrong with me? And then at what age were you like, this is it? Like, this is this is my problem. This is what we need to solve. This is what we need to fix. Like, when do you when did you start addressing your trauma? And did it do, do anything for you? Like, what, what happened after? Mm-hmm. Mm, I would say for me, that started probably in my 20s. Um, but like I said, that's, that's an ongoing journey because, you know, like as, as life happens and things happen, then you have to determine, okay, how, how am I going to, how am I going to address it? So challenges, um, drama, anything I had when I was 20 wasn't my situation in my thirties. So I dealt with the stuff. I dealt with the things in my twenties that had happened previously um but I think honestly the first thing was like I had to realize there was a problem and Mm -hmm. and actually want to fix it actually want to work on it but like I said that that that's an ongoing thing right because I may think I'm okay today because I've dealt with the the things the layers that I'm aware of but being but being um, reflective enough that when a new layer comes up, I'm willing to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So it's ongoing. Like there's never going to be a time when you're just like, oh, I'm good. And I'm good forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd say for me, 48. Mm-hmm. Dang, this is- you having these late in life mm-hmm. realizations. I became, and so, and I, I think about, I'm like, dang, it's almost like my life has been backwards, mm-hmm. but I start like, so by the time I was 23, I had three kids. Oh, wow. So that's all I knew. That's all I've known is kids, mm-hmm. you know, car seats, toddler seats, daycare, <laughs> doctor's appointments, lunch boxes, after school programs, PTA, PTL, um, everything. All I knew have been kids. And so once everybody left, I'm like, oh, now I can finally, hmm, well, where's this coming from? Right. Where's that coming from? Oh, goodness. That's been there. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I would say 48 is when I truly started to recognize and to come to come to um, the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's almost like I'm playing catch up, but I still am working through them and I haven't stopped. So that's my answer. <laughs> Anything else? Any other questions? Any other questions? I have other questions. Would it be too much time? <laughs> well, you can ask. Let's see. You can ask one more question. Uh, that's a light one then. How do you still have fun when you're getting older? You know, when you were 20 and you out strolling with the, with the big bad wolves and stuff at the parties <laughs> and now you're having a glass of wine. What's 
what like how do you how do you have fun I've always wanted to know that I think I always say I can't wait to get older just because I can't wait to see the different stages of like mm-hmm. life and how you enjoy life differently when you're older mm-hmm. so what like how do you still like what do y'all do for fun I, I guess I'll th- mine is different from your mom <laughs> <laughs> you know what again because I started late if you will mm-hmm. in life my fun has generated from the fact that I know my value and I know my worth. And -hmm. like, I, you know, we always hear that. I don't need no man to hold me down. I don't need no man to have love. Like, I don't need, I, and I realize that that's a true statement. Crazy as that sounds. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning to be content with me and I do things for me. So for me is like, um, I love going to the library. Like that is so a highlight of my life I know I go to the library like I'm gonna tell you what when I get these pings from the library like your book is ready I'm like yes I can't wait (laughs) I go to the library I go to Barnes and Noble I have books delivered I love to read I love music I love talking I love talking um I love politics I love the news um, so I try to engage myself in all things community and like that brings me joy. That's my happy place. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars. I, <laughs> yes. But I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So like even this weekend, it's labor, you know, it's Labor Day weekend. And so some people might go out, you know, maybe go to an all-white party or something. Mm-hmm. Like I am going to volunteer this coming weekend. <laughs> And it's, I'm excited because it's a different type of volunteer at an event that I've never been to, that I've always wanted to go to. But guess what, Nia? Every time it's come up every year, I was either, I couldn't do it because I had to do something for somebody else or, you know, family was coming in or I had to cook for everybody. I can go this year. Good for I'm so excited. <laughs> I, girl, when I received my notification email about my t-shirt and where I'm going to be stationed, I'm like, Here he is. I can't wait. It's so like, that's fun for me because I did the club scene as teenager, you know, mm-hmm. and like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I love a good jazz club, a nice glass mm-hmm. of wine, but like that brings me happy, happiness and joy. That's why I ask though. Because I get shamed out of my friend group because I'm like the quote unquote grandma. Uh huh. Because even now I'm not even 21 yet and I'm already over the bar. Like I've never even been to one, mm-hmm. but I don't. It's just like yeah. even today I was having a rough day and I was like, oh, you know what would really make me happy if I went and like bought a candle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, girl, yes. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's my love language. Yes, and even if I don't buy anything, like I love, I will sit in Target for an hour and sniff every single candle mm-hmm. and it just makes me happy. And I would rather do that than go party. Yeah, so but I think again, your generation's party, partying and the atmosphere. It's dangerous. It's diff- exactly, it's different. I don't I, our generation was cool you know you just had to worry about who was rolling up in there and if and if the person <laughs> that you were there to see would see you looking cute and fabulous and what was going to go you know what was going to pop after mm-hmm. after the fact so yeah. yeah 
And I think for you, just knowing, like knowing, knowing what you like, knowing, knowing the things that, that make you happy versus like, okay, these are the things that are supposed to make me happy. Right. For me, my, my view of things that, that bring me joy, it's changed over the years, but it's changed because of like life experiences. And I talk to people all day and I listen to people for a living. So for me, going into seclusion, that's fun now. I, I know it is. Huh? I said, I know that's your favorite thing to do. Yeah, I mean, because I, again, because of my career, right? that's a part of like my love language to myself is give me a good trip. Mm-hmm. Give me a good trip or um, brunch or thing, things that I'm doing with, with people that are in my inner circle. I'm not so big anymore on, oh, I need to go out to this club or this main major event, but I'm more, I'm more apt to want something low-key, something small, something quaint, um, to have more of a quality moment mm-hmm. with people. Um, and I, a good staycation by myself, like when everybody leaves the house and it's just me. That Ooh, is, I love that. Yeah, how should your safe haven? Yeah, or or taking a trip by myself. Mm-hmm. That is life to me yeah. because it gives me a chance now to um, just not hear the noise of every of everyone else. Right. So. so your fun changes your fun changes the last time I tried to go to the club um I think I was in there like man I'm like the old lady I'm like the old person (laughs) what is this why am I here right so like your fun fun changes and and it's it's better to embrace it than fight against it that's what that's what gets us as we try to fight against who we are now, still mm-hmm. trying to be the 20 year old at the club when that's not who we're supposed to be. I'm in bed it's, by nine o'clock. Yeah, instead, <laughs> instead of like embracing, like embracing who we are in our at our age. Mm-hmm. So, mm. so advice, ladies. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I so, think y'all are still hip and cool. Thank you. Thank you, girl. Because look, I have this cute little sundress that I'm trying to wear before the weather breaks. And it was so funny because it came during the time when I ended up with COVID and I was supposed to have went to an event. I'm like, really? Of all times, I can't wear this cute sundress with my whole back out. Whole back. My whole back was out and still have the tags on it. So honey, I'm aware that sundress. You better wear it. For October. (laughs) You better win the back out. Oh my goodness. That is scandalous. What you say? That's what 50 year olds do. That's what 50 year olds do. Oh my yes, they do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all right. So I think that I think that we have, I think we have we have talked about this topic. I think we have we have trashed. I think we uh, have. I think we have trashed the idea that our wisdom is not wanted and absolutely. Yes, I definitely love to hear what the listeners and subscribers have to say about it. 
Yeah. Even within their own relationships. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to me to see. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much um, for joining us. And so Missy, tell people how they can keep up with Trash Day. Look, (laughs) y'all. Look. (laughs) Follow us. (laughs) Like us. Subscribe to us. Yes. Yes. Share us. Yes. But you can find us, of course, on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Trash it with Mel and Missy. You can also find us on Facebook. And I'm going to show you as trashed it exclamation point. Mm -hmm. As well on IG, Instagram. Now, y'all look, we have a YouTube page also. Follow that. But we just want you to follow us <laughs> because this is the thing. When you fall, when you don't follow folk, you miss out. That's right. So you cannot say that we did not tell you. Well, I didn't know. I saw the <laughs> pictures. I heard about it. Well, that's your fault because you didn't follow us. So we are on IG as we trashed it. Yep. So we trashed it on IG, trashed it on Facebook. You can follow us in the live version, if you will, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. but definitely subscribe to the podcast right. on whatever favorite platform podcast excuse me platform you listen to as trashed it with Mel and missy you will see two beautiful sisters <laughs> smiling and laughing and that would be Mel and missy we just want you to join in because we don't want you to miss out on this year right mm-hmm. and uh, i feel like i've heard that y'all have something going on in person what is that what's what's going on with that come on missy the yeah. people would like to know people would like to know people would like to know you know what what is going on with that you have to subscribe you have to follow subscribe you have to tune in yeah go to go to trashedit.com that part yes thank you mel because i knew it was something else i was missing just go to trashedit.com yeah that's gonna tell you it's gonna tell you everything that you need to know what you need to do how you need to do it and when you need to do it absolutely yeah all right so that is it for this episode and we will see you next time bye As always, we thank our listeners for tuning in. We invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Trashed It! Exclamation Point Podcast. You can listen to our podcast on various podcast platforms. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Trashed It! Podcast. And please chit-chat with us throughout the week on our social media channels, Facebook at Trashed It and Instagram at We Trashed It.